Hallelujah. 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 somebody else and tell the person pointedly don't cry don't weep your God is not dead some people have gods that are dead some people have gods that can't talk some people have gods that can't move Jesus was buried crucified, buried, forgotten in the grave without external help on the third day. Tell me what happened. What happened on the third day? Tell me what happened. He rose. Somebody say he rose. So today, what are we saying today? He is risen. He rose way back. Today, he's risen. Help me tell your neighbor, your God is risen. He's no longer in the grave. Tell somebody else, your God is risen. He's no longer in the grave. We're preaching to ourselves this morning. You know what that means? Your prospects are no longer in the grave. Your progress is no longer in the grave. Your peace is no longer in the grave. If your peace were to be in the grave, it is locked down, shut down, forgotten, taken totally from you, but no more. Look at somebody else and say, your healing is longer, no longer in the grave. Your deliverance is no longer in the grave. Your victory is no longer in the grave. Are you telling someone that? I said, tell somebody, let's bring, your victory is no longer in the grave. Your wellness your satisfaction, Grandma, no longer in the grave. Hallelujah. Now, you're going to speak to situations, circumstances, experiences that are negative, that are unique and peculiar to you. The other time I said, tell your neighbor. Now you are addressing your own individual situations, circumstances, experiences. Everything that is contrary to God's peace, to God's word, in your family, in your body, over your life, concerning your prospects, concerning your spouse, your children, your future. Tell those things, he is not dead. Your God is not dead. 
Say stagnation, my God is alive. Barrenness, my God is alive. Emptiness, my God is alive. Disaster, my God is alive. Backwardness, my God is alive. Infirmity, disease that they cannot even explain. My God is alive. Whatever the devil has stolen from you, whatever the devil has stolen from you, whatever the devil has stolen from you, whatever you have lost in times past, whatever opportunities, whatever relationships, whatever, whatever resources, whatever, whatever you have lost, whatever grounds, whatever territories you've lost, tell them your God is alive and take them back and take them back and take them back at the place of prayer. Take them back at the place of prayer. Take them back at the place of prayer. I take back my peace. I take back my joy. I take past my glory. I take back my promotion. I take it back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people are here. You, you have lost time. You have lost time. What you have lost is time. Let everybody hear me. Don't pray now. Don't pray now. The spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. Don't pray now. Listen to the instruction. We didn't set this up. The Lord set it up. So let's follow his leading. Some are here. You've lost time. It is time that you have lost. You've lost time. But don't ever forget that the God you serve is the God of times and seasons. So he knows what to do with time. Because he's the author of time. He's the perfecter of time or the perfecter of time. He's the redeemer of time. Hmm. He's the beautifier of time. Hmm. He's the builder of time. The engineer of time. The architect of time. The desire of time. Whatever you have lost that is called time. Say, Lord, today, everything that I have lost that is called time, redeem for me and multiply back unto me such time. Pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, whatever is called time that I may have lost in the past, through carelessness or ignorance you are the redeemer of time redeem every lost time unto me and multiply again unto me such lost time in the name of Jesus multiply every lost time back unto my children and their children in the name of Jesus Thank you, Lord. Can somebody say, Lord, we'll receive this morning. Lord, we'll receive this morning. By faith, we'll receive. We'll receive our own turnaround. We'll receive our own interventions. We'll receive our, our, our own joy, our own restorations. We'll receive. Lord, I receive. I receive this morning. I receive my turnarounds. I receive my interventions. I receive, Lord God, my miracles. I receive my restorations. I receive, Lord, everything that you have ordained and packaged for this service because my God is not dead I receive all glory to God in the highest 
In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, you, you've started dealing with us already. And we continue receiving as you release unto us. The door of faith is open in every heart to receive your word so every heart is fertile ground to bring forth after the manner of your word. Let the seed flow, let the fruit grow. And let Jesus be exalted and glorified. Lord, I want to say that again. Let the seed be planted. Let the seed flow. The seed flow. And let the fruits grow. That Jesus might be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You may please be seated. Good morning, everybody. There's no place like God's presence. There's no place like church. Help me tell somebody, there's no place like church. Believe me. Hallelujah. You just get to enjoy the company of other saints. That is why in church, everybody must have something to offer. You bring your hymn, you bring your psalm, you bring your prayer, you bring your revelation. We bring all together and we have a glorious time. But when, just, when some people come and they bring nothing and they're expecting to receive, who do we call them? Don't say anything. But someone that did not put in anything and is expecting to receive. Of course, you know that is wrong. Amen. So when you're coming to church, come with something that will benefit others. Hallelujah. May somebody look at you worshiping and say, ha, see the way this brother is worshiping. What is my own problem? And let that person too catch the spirit of worship. Are you getting it? Yeah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> okay. We give thanks unto the Lord. That time of praise and worship was so powerful, so refreshing. The choir ministration was something else. The Sakinala was exceptional on the piano. There was a lot of piano work. I, I can see that uh, Brother Tomoa is very happy because uh, his touches are now very deft, very deft touches, D-E-F-T -E on the drum set. January family, February family, March family, thank you for being used of a lot to make that happen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thought much will do more, but they have tried. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that little project there is over 1.26 million. Okay. Yeah. That's church for you. Many things are bought. Many things are acquired. Many assets go into church that are invisible. You don't see. By the end of the day, we have church and the Lord is glorified. Amen. Okay. I want to appreciate the choir this morning for being such a blessing. Thank you very much. God bless you. I want to appreciate the aesthetics uh, department that came yesterday to sweep, to clean, to wash the place of the house of God so that you and I won't, won't sit in dirty places this morning, won't have a dirty auditorium. Thank you. Well done. I want to appreciate those who are outside the security department, keeping watch over our cars and so on, our valuables. Well done. Thank you. I want to appreciate those that have gone to the field, whether Akufu or Elijah, they've gone to the field. Well done. Instructors with the children, rock kids downstairs. Well done. Thank you. Ushers up here walking. Well done. Thank you. Amen. Technical department walking. Well done. Thank you. Audio. Thank you. Rock media, you know, camera crew, those in the edit suit. Well done. Everybody walking. Thank you. 
Amen. Intercessors who came to pray earlier this morning. Well done, everybody. Thank you. Greeters out there who greeted you on your way to church this morning as you were about to enter the hall and you were frowning. Greeters, thank you. And stop frowning when they greet you. Smile. Amen. Don't say, Kilo When they greet you, smile. Let's practice smiling this morning. Look at your neighbor and see whether your neighbor is smiling. I didn't say laugh, I said smile. Ogasam, Ogasam, you are not smiling. How did you smile to Sister Lide? How did Sister Lide agree to marry you? Say you were frowning when you went to Sister Lide. She be you smile. I'm not Sister Lide, I'm just saying that uh, you should smile. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hope you know that the Bible says, He that sits in the heavens shall laugh. I hope you know that God has nothing against healthy humor. I hope you know that the God we serve is a God of humor. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I hope you know that church is not a symmetry. Hallelujah. Church is the place of fellowship. It's also the place of learning. It's the place of revelation. It's the place of inspiration. It's the place of total and complete edification and comfort by the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's church for you. Okay, this morning we want to start a series on relationship dynamics. Relationship dynamics. Now, Elohim, our creator, had relationship in mind from eternity. Elohim, the eternal one. Elohim, the eternal creator. Elohim, the one who had been before time began. He had a relationship in mind from eternity. And so Isaiah 43 and 21 tells us, This people have I formed for myself, they shall show forth my praise. This people have I formed for myself, so that I can have a relationship with them, and they will show forth my glory. He had relationship in mind from the very beginning. Elohim himself exists in Trinity. That means he had a relationship in mind with himself, and then with others. Amen. So Elohim has, ha, exists in Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, like we know. Second Peter chapter 1, 17 to 21, let's establish that. Amen. For he received from God the Father, so God the Father, honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son, God the Son. So we've seen God the Father. This is my beloved son, God the Son, in whom I'm well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Now, what was responsible for the voice? What was manifesting in the voice? We'll see in a short while. 19. We've, we have also... A more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well, that you take it as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart, knowing this first, that no prophecy of a scripture is of any private interpretation. So what happened? For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved by who? As they were moved by who? So we see the three persons of Trinity there in that text of scriptures that we just read. Uh, 2 Peter 1, 17-21, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the expression of God. So on earth today, the expression of God the Father, the expression of God the Son is the Holy Spirit. I hope you know that. On earth today, the expression of God the Father and the expression of God the Son is the Holy Spirit. Amen. The doing agency of the Godhead is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. He's the executive arm of God's government, if you like. The doer of whatever intentions, plans that God has in mind. The doer of all the projects of heaven. The Holy Spirit. Amen. 
That was why Jesus said it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the executor, hallelujah, cannot come. The, the, the one who executes the Father's will cannot come. The force that will make things happen cannot come. It is after I go, and he must go how? Perfected. If Jesus had gone back the way he came, without shedding his blood, mission will not have been accomplished. I hope we know that. Praise the Lord. I think we know that. I hope we're aware of that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we still together, please? We want to establish some foundations here. That's what we're trying to do. So, Elohim exists in Trinity. Amen. He exists in Trinity. Now, he created man with the ability to reproduce, thereby promoting relationship. So, God exists in Trinity, relationship with himself. But when he created man, he created man with the capacity to reproduce so that he can relate with man. Man also can relate with man. Amen. Relationship. Don't forget. Genesis 1, 20 to 28. It's a long read. We're going to read. We're laying foundation. We're going to read. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 from 20 to 28. I said church is the place of learning. It's the place of instruction. It's the place of revelation. Amen. You come to church, you learn. You take notes down. You ponder over things. If you keep looking at the screen and uh, the service is over and they ask you, what did the preacher say today? What was the title of the message? Say, um, um, I'm coming. Wait, I'm coming. Ah, ah. Let's be good students. We are students in the school of the spirit. And in the school of the spirit, we never graduate. There's no graduating from the school of the spirit. We remain students permanently who are growing by learning continually in the school of the spirit. Genesis 1.20. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl, that they may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. So living things were created. Why? Relationship. The maker was creating them so that the maker can have a relationship with nature. I hope you know. So God has a relationship with nature, with plants, with trees, with the atmosphere, with elements. Amen. Relationship. Those elements don't just create themselves. Uh, you know, chemical compounds and so on, gases, uh, nitrogen, all those things, uh, oxygen, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, hydrogen, who created them? Elohim created all of them. So things visible, things invisible created by Elohim. Hallelujah. The fact that you don't see them does not mean that they were not created. Praise God forever. When last did you see your own prostrate gland if you are a man? When last did you see it? Ordinarily. You can see it on the screen if they do, you know, but... When last did you see it? When last did you see your heart, physically your heart, that pump that keeps you alive? When last did you see it? When last did you see your brain? When last did you see it? There are many things even about ourselves that we've never seen before and that are working and that are making us to be alive. I hope you know. So translate that to God. Translate that to God. Amen. Okay, we're trying to read Genesis chapter 1 from verse 20. I'll go back there. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fall that they may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good and God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let fowl multiply in the earth. Because without the blessing, no multiplication. 
Without the blessing, they will not reproduce. So the blessing had to be put on them. An empowerment for them to flourish. An empowerment for them to grow. A blessed man is a man who is empowered to make progress. Are you a blessed man? The blessing is an empowerment to prosper. An empowerment to flourish. An empowerment to advance. If the blessing is upon you, no force can set you back. Amen. You keep advancing. They push against you. Your own push is stronger than their own. So they fall before you and you advance. Who is the blessed man in the house of God this morning? The blessing. Somebody said the blessing is upon me. And because I'm a carrier of a blessing, no cause can stand around me. No cause. You know what the blessing does? It is superior to the cause. It swallows up the cause. The blessing swallows up every cause. No cause can stand. Generational causes, ancestral causes, family causes, and so on. You know, some even have village causes. Amen. Causes placed upon the village that they are progenitors come from. <laughs> when you are a carrier of the blessing, your own experience is different. Praise God. Who is with me up till now? So he had to put a blessing on those animals, on nature, for them to be able to reproduce after their kind. Understand that from God's word. Hmm. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day, 24. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind, and God saw that it was good, and God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them, let them, let them, let them, plural, have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created nature. God created living things. God now created man. We're going to read, he created man so that man can have a relationship with nature. God is having a relationship with nature. Man is having a relationship with nature. Man today has a relationship with living things, with animals that are even called wild. I hope you know that some keep uh, wild cats as pets in their homes. You've seen people who keep tigers as pets, lions as pets. Somebody is dead now in this city, had a lion as a pet in his house. In this city, he's now late. Of course, some people know who I'm talking about. You don't, you don't know. Oh, it's better you don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't just enter people's compounds anyhow. Be very careful. You, they said they open the gate and you drive in. And you drive in and you open the door and you come out. Ah, chama, that's dangerous. Before you come out, please, do you have dogs? Hope you don't have lions. And tiger say, ah, lion, ah. There's no offense in asking. Amen. Yeah, I tell them, I'm a village boy. So village boys don't pretend in the city. Please, share like that. Share you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he made man the crowning image of creation so that man will have a relationship with all of those things that God created. So today, man can till the ground. He has a relationship with the ground. He can till the ground. He can put seed in the earth and the seed will sprout and the, the product of that action is what man eats. Amen. You know, they taught us about all those things, nitrogen cycle and so on. Remember, eh, you know, everything is a cycle. You know, so because man has a relationship with nature, nature has a relationship with man. If you see uh, a lawn, well manicured lawn, and people keep walking on that lawn, after a while, what happens? The footprints of men will be on a particular place. Every other place is green, but that place is dry. Eh, we've affected it. 
Relationship. So in relationship, what do we do? We affect one another, positively or negatively. Are you a positive influence? Am I a positive influence? Are you a negative influence? Am I a negative influence? God wants us to be positive influences all the way. Amen. Okay. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. Again the blessing. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. Number two, and replenish the earth. Number three, and subdue it. Number four, and have dominion. Number five. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now, relationships make or ma. Relationships make or ma. Praise the Lord. Relationships make or ma. He who companies with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So your relationship will make you or ma you. Many years ago, many years ago, as a secondary school student, we were in Form 3. We had a senior who was in Form 5. Form 5 was the final class for people of my generation. But there was a provision for those who came to retake Waek in those days. So they would join Form 5 to retake. They, they did Form um, Waek before they failed. So they now want to retake. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You know? Now, our senior in Form 5, he had a nickname. His name was Moore. Moore. His own elder brother who came to retake and joined his own younger brother in Form 5, his own nickname was Why Moore. So there was Moore and there was Why Moore. Why? Not Y as in W-H-Y, but just letter Y. Why Moore? And Why Moore as at that point in time, had already given birth to a child. He came to retake Waiko. He had already given birth to a child. Why more will smoke, you know, drink, and so on? He will influence us. I will not share dear now. You know? So that was why more for you. And that was in Form 3. And one day, why more looked at me? He mentioned my nickname. I won't tell you. I'll tell you part of it. Igu. He said, Igu. I said, sir. He said, music will destroy you. I said, ah. He said, I'm serious. See somebody like that who that I just described. He came to retake from five. He already had a two or three year old child. It was a smoker. Was he wouldn't read. He wouldn't read. The exam he came to do, he wasn't prepared. He was not giving me counsel. Say music will destroy you. Say, so be careful in life. He said, girls will destroy you. So be careful in life. I, I took it seriously. Because if somebody like that is giving you counsel, he's talking from his own pain. See, you understand. You know, if somebody wants to give you uh, an apparel, a garment, it is what he's wearing that you look at first, Abby. So when he was talking, like I was looking at what he was wearing. I said, this is coming from this man. Then he's sharing his own life with me. It must have been a sober moment in his life. Eh, that is what we do with relationship. We affect one another. We rub off on one another. Hmm. So relationships make all man. Types. We have spiritual relationships. 
Our relationship with God is spiritual. Our relationship with the Holy Spirit is spiritual. Our relationship with the, the Lord Jesus is spiritual. Our relationship with one another in church as the body of Christ, as a local assembly, is a spiritual one. Yes, there are physical dimensions to it as well, but primarily spiritual. Amen. My church family. So somebody's doing something. Pastor Daku, do you still have a dad? You still have a dad, I know. And you still have a mom. Praise the Lord. They will live old though. Amen. They will live long. They will live strong. They will live old. I'm not saying that they should die. You know me, I, I'm an orphan. I don't, no father, no mother. My wife, no father, no mother. You say you understand? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we are, you know, our eyes are da, you know. How do you say, oh, daju? Our eyes are da. Say you understand. <laughs> you understand my grammar, don't you? Amen. But you, you see, have father and mother. May they grow old. So when they grow old and it's their turn to go, we will follow you to Kogi, you know, for the barrier. And you will tell the people in Kogi, my church family. So, see you, we went to do a spiritual thing, but it's our, we went to do a physical thing, but it's our spiritual connection that brought us together. Amen. So don't forget there are spiritual relationships. There are physical relationships. There are formal relationships. There are informal relationships. For instance, the employee-employer relationship is formal. The landlord-tenant relationship is formal. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, the... the Contractual relationship of the offeree and the offeror is formal. Praise the Lord. And there are informal relationships. Oh, just a neighbor in the neighborhood. Uh, mama something, mama, you know, uh, mama something, baba something, you know, daddy something, you know, in the, in the neighborhood. We live opposite each other. Amen. That one is informal. There are different kinds of relationships. There's even marital relationship. Praise the Lord. My own name is Okusonya. Sister Bolanle's name, when I met her, was Olawi. So she now lifted the veil covering Okusonya. Which Okusonya is your own? One day, I met her grandfather before Baba died, her maternal grandfather. Oh, before I go too far, you know, you, you come from two legs. Every man comes from two legs because a father and a mother brought you forth. So my father, Okusonya, my mother, Oladini, her father, Olawi, her mother, Ogunkelu. So, along the line, before we got married, I met my wife's um, grandfather, Pa Ogunkelu, you know. And he said, young man, you know, this uh, Ijebu man that speak uh, Queen's English, you know. He said, young man, I said, sir. He said, which Okusoya is your own? I said, I'm from Ibefusa. My father is from Ibefusa. He said, ha, Ibefusha ile. And began to mention all his friends in the before. I said, hey, if, if, I hope that my forefathers did not do anything bad. Because. <laughs> so, marital relationship. Amen. So, so in her, there is Obumosho blood and Ijebu blood because her mother is Ijebu. That, that's part of why, sure you understand. Ijebu, you know, there was this connection. In me, there is Ijebu blood, there is Ife blood. What do you think is happening to our children? They have combined everything. That's how complex this life is. And they have started having children. So what do you think is happening to their own children? See the combinations getting complex down the line. That is why today, a white-skinned man who lives in Europe can trace his ancestry to Benin City in Nigeria. Did he? Did he hear what I'm saying? The world is complex. 
It is because of the dynamics of relationship that that is happening. Are we still together here? Amen. Okay. So marital relationship. So you don't need to know each other. Amen. But that Sam is uh, from Delta State. Where is your wife from? Is she from your state? But the Sam is from Delta State. I, I, are you Robo? You are Robo. He's Robo. And your wife is uh, Oyo State. Where is she from? Hope she's not Ogumosho. Oyo Town. Oyo laughing. And Robo man married an, an Oyo lady. A laughing lady. You see what's going on? So as he's speaking, Omagare, Mavo. That's why he said, Enlembenwo. Are they together? Shokwako. <laughs> you are getting it. Dynamics. When we say dynamics, we're talking about the interplay of forces, how forces interplay and eventually shape outcomes. So the interplay of forces that shape outcomes, dynamics, dynamics. So in dynamics, you have forces that are interchanging position, altering position to shape outcomes. So our primary example of relationship is seen in the Godhead, primary example. And that's God the Father, like we said before, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I want to read Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3 in the message translation now. Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. First this, I'm talking about the message. First this, God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness. Is it on the screen? Yeah. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness. And inky blackness, that is like black ink. God's spirit. So, I'll, I'll, I'll start from the beginning. It says, first this, God, Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. That's God the Father. Now, it says, God's spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. And finally, God spoke, God the word, God the son, light. And light appeared. Amen. Do you see that? So we see God the Father who created the heavens and the earth. God the Spirit who brooded over the face of the waters. And God the Son who spoke light. So when Christ was to be presented in the Gospel of St. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And it says, uh, and the word was light. It says, light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not or apprehended it not. Okay. So, another example of a dynamics of a trinity. John, uh, Matthew's gospel. Let's look at Matthew. Matthew's gospel, chapter 3, 16 to 17. What happened? This was the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. So God the Son came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. So God the Holy Spirit descended upon God the Son, who was obeying an injunction from his Father. And alighting upon him, and suddenly a voice came from heaven, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. If somebody is saying, My Son, then it must be the Father that is speaking. So we see God the Father speaking. God the Son descending like, uh, God the Holy, Holy Spirit descending like a dove upon God the Son who went into the water and came up out of the water. The interplay. First John chapter 5 and 7 to 8. First John chapter 5 from verse 7 to 8. Relationship dynamics. That's what we're talking about. 
I'm not preaching this morning because you don't preach this. Amen. You teach this. First John chapter 5, 7 to 8. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. So three bearing witness in heaven. Three making things happen from heaven. Number one, the Father. Number two, the Word or the Son. Number three, the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Yes, they are three, but they are one. Why? They exist as one. One in wholeness. One in purpose. One in form. One in shape. They are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth. The Holy Spirit, number one. The water, that is the word of God, number two. And the blood, the sacrifice of Jesus by his blood. And these three agree as one. So of necessity, how the dynamics works is this. The word of God, the blood, and the Holy Spirit on earth walk in agreement with God the Father, God the Word, and God the Holy Spirit. They walk. So there is a connection. Anytime there is a synchrony between the three on earth and the three in heaven, things happen. Praise the Lord. So we must be prompted by the Spirit of God to declare the Word of God standing on the blood of our consecration, the blood of our redemption. I, I want to repeat that. Because some don't get it. And that is why they are not getting the results they desire in life. There are three that bear record on earth. And their record agree as one. It says the spirit. It says the word. And it says the blood. Those three are on earth. What they do must bear witness with the agreement in heaven. The three in heaven. God the Father. God the Word, that is the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Those are the three in heaven. So we are on earth. We must align with the three on earth. The Spirit of God, the Word of God, and the blood of Jesus that is shed for us. So when you stand on your ground as the redeemed of the Lord, and by the way, how did we get redeemed? By the blood. For without the shedding of his blood, no remission for sin, no redemption for you and I. The blood was the price paid for our redemption. To redeem means to buy back. So the, the blood was the price that was paid to buy us back. Dollars couldn't do it. Gold could not do it. Diamonds could not do it. Euros could not do it. Naira, Naira, Nairake. Naira could not do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. It has to be the sinless blood of Jesus. The spotless blood of Jesus. That was the price that was paid. So anytime we stand in the place of our redemption, we're saying, yes, I come by the way of the blood to declare the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. We're bearing witness with the word. And that word must be the one that the Holy Spirit has quickened to you. You are in agreement on earth. When the three in heaven see that agreement on earth, they move. Who is with me? So you are confronted with the situation. Holy Spirit, I need a word for this because I'm standing on the ground of the blood so that there can be a performance with the three in heaven. You will keep getting results. Did you hear what I said? You will keep getting results. Did you hear what I said? 
You will keep getting results. Let that be your plan. Let that be, you will keep getting results. And they'll be wondering, how are you doing it? You say, it's the grace of God. Is it not grace? It's the grace. Grace known. Hallelujah. Some people don't understand how grace works. They think once you have money, there's nothing you can do. Says who? There are many things money cannot do. But there is nothing grace cannot handle. Praise God. You don't need to have money for things to happen. Grace can marshal resources from any angle for your sake. And so what people are using money on, grace makes those things happen for you. Grace will just deliver them to you. It might even ask, or oh, you don't like it, or oh, you don't want it, a affair. And you say, ah, me vekini. Praise God. Who is with me this morning? So the dynamics. Huh. I'm being careful. I don't want to rush. Ezekiel chapter 1, 10 to 12. This was the vision that Ezekiel saw. I will just read part of it. Very complex vision, but we'll read part of it. From verse 10. As for the likeness of the faces of the cherubims that he saw, because he saw cherubims in that vision. Remember, he sat among the captives by the river Kiba, verse 1, and the heavens opened upon him, the hand of God was upon him, and he began to soar into the realm of the spirit. Okay, verse 10. As for the likeness of their faces, they, they four, that is the four living creatures, had the face of number one, a man, and number two, a lion, on the right side. And they four, the four living creatures, had the face of an ox on the left side, and then the face of an eagle on the left side. So on their right side, what did they have? The face of a man and the face of a lion. See, look at my face. You know you, know you, can, you, you can divide my face into two. Right side, left side. My, my, my right eye is on my right side. My left eye is on my left. Is, is that okay? Let, let's just do two. So we have uh, symmetry. Amen. So on the right side, the face of a man and then the face of a lion. On the left side, the face of an ox and then the face of an eagle. Each of those four living creatures. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of everyone joined one to another. And two covered their bodies. And they went, everyone, how? Straight forward. How many? Without the spirit was to go. So the spirit was in them, moving them forward. And they turned not when they went. So there were four of them. Do you know two can decide to turn to the right? And the other two can turn to the left. All four moved together. All four went in a straight direction. All four had the same objectives, the same pursuits, the same purpose. Relationship, unity, harmony, oneness, consonance. Hmm. Ezekiel 1, 16 to 21. We're still reading. Ezekiel 1, 16 to 21. Relationship dynamics. We're still reading. The appearance of the wheels and their walk, you know their walk, the spokes, the spokes. How many people used to ride bicycles when you were small? How many people took their, your bicycle to the vulcanizer to fix the tire? Uh -huh. At times we would try to fix it by ourselves, you know, it won't work, now we'll take it. So, spoke. Huh. 
The appearance of the wheels and their walk was like unto the color of a burial stone. And they four had one likeness. And their appearance and their walk was as it were a wheel in the midst of a wheel. When they went, they went upon their four sides. And they turned not when they went. As for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful. And their rings were full of eyes round about them four. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went thither. They went. Thither was their spirit to go. And the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, this went. And when those stood, this stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheel. What are we seeing? Harmony. Unity. Perfect agreement, consonance. That is how the Trinity works. That is how we must connect with the Trinity. Harmony, oneness, perfect agreement. Are you in agreement with God's word? Are you standing where God is standing? Are you seeing it the way his word is showing you? Hallelujah. You want to get results in life? Be in alignment. Help me tell somebody, be in alignment. Be in alignment with heaven from God's word. You will get results. Hallelujah. Hmm. Another example of relationship. So, Trinity, primary example. Another example of relationship. Enoch. How many people remember Enoch? Enoch. Uh -huh. Okay, let's read. Enoch. It was, uh, he came after Methuselah, the oldest man that lived. Uh -huh. Okay. So, Genesis chapter 5 from verse 22. To 24. I'll read from the Amplified Classic. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. Enoch. Genesis 5, 22 to 24. Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God after the birth of Methuselah, 300 years, and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God, and he was not, for God took him home with him. Do you see that? If you read that in some other translations, you might have questions. But with this one, you don't have questions. It's straightforward. That's why I said, let's read from the Amplified Classic. Can I repeat that? Let's do it one more time. I hope you have your Bibles and you're reading. Enoch walked in habitual fellowship. So how did he walk habitual fellowship? Synchrony, harmony, agreement, habitual fellowship. Not fellowship today and no fellowship tomorrow or for the next three days. Today I had a nice time. My quiet time was beautiful. It was excellent. The Lord spoke to me. I enjoyed his presence. So what happened tomorrow and day after? Honestly, my boss gave me one assignment like that. There's this report I've been working. I have not had time to pray for the past uh, three days. When I'm done with the report, I will go back. Uh -uh. Enoch, habitual fellowship. Unbroken fellowship. Are, are, we, are we seeing that from God's word together? I can't hear you, please. I need to be sure that we are together. And Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God. After the birth of Methuselah, 300 years, and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God. And he was not found. Why? God took him home with him. The fellowship was so deep, so intense. Uh, they crossed over. They crossed the heaven earth barrier. And they couldn't find him anymore. I want to read that same place. For effect. In another translation of the Bible. Let's read from the New Messianic Version. 
There are times we must introduce bones. We can't stay all the time with milk and meat. So let's do some little bones. Is that okay? For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for is a babe, but strong may belong to them who are full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil. Is it in the Bible? It's in the Bible. That's, if, if it's not in the Bible, I would like quote it. Praise the Lord. So let's do some little bones. So new messianic version. Okay, Genesis chapter 5, 22. So it has some Hebrew words. So we say Enoch from the translation of the Latin Vulgate, which was translated to Old King James. This one says, and Enoch, Enoch, look we, not Enoch. And Enoch, the word Enoch means trained and vowed. Are they bringing it up? They're not bringing it up. Ah, I like this. Open it in your Bibles. Yeah. The phones you will carry all over the place, open it there. It's in you version. Open it. You have it. Uh-huh. Open it. Your phone is not for... Hello? Okay. Hello? I transfer. I transfer. I transfer. Some people don't even know what version is. Because they use their phones for IGA. See me chilling at a barbecue grill. I'm chilling. See my new wig. 16 inches. And Enoch trained and vowed, dedicated, profound. Meaning, to go deep into something, walked with God, Elohim. No wonder Enoch could walk with God. See the adjectives that described him. Trained and vowed, dedicated, profound, to go deep into something. Walked with God, Elohim. Elohim means the living word, the many powered, many powered. That is, he has all power. Remember what Jesus said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Go ye therefore, amen. The living word, God Elohim, the many powered. After he begat, that is to be the father of or to be ancestor of Methuselah. His death shall bring. Methuselah means his death shall bring. 300 years and begat. That is to be the father of ancestor of sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch, trained and vowed, dedicated, profound, go deep into something, were 365 years. And Enoch, trained and vowed, dedicated, profound, go deep into something, walked with God, Elohim, the living word, the many part. And he was not for God, Elohim, the living word, the many part, took him. It took him. Profound, to go deep into something. To go deep into something. How deep do we go in our walk with God? How deep do we go in our walk with Jesus? You can have a surface experience of Jesus, but you can have a deep experience with Jesus. Deep calleth unto the deep. At the voice of thy water spouts, all thy waves and all thy billows have gone over me. Is it in the Bible or not? So who said you must always stay on the surface? Some people prayed the same way for the past 35 years. It's just the same way. Oh God, thou art God, thou art Emmanuel, thou art Elohim. As we are going out today, thou shalt protect us, provide us, and bring us back safely. And uh, There are realms waiting to be discovered in grace. There are realms waiting to be discovered in God. Hallelujah. Elohim, the many power, the living word. How deep are we ready to go? 
What discoveries do we keep making in grace? What new things did you learn from your Bible last week in your study experience? What are the new things that are laid up for you this week? Believe me, I'm, I'm talking seriously. Hallelujah. Some people will tell you that, eh, actually, you see, I've been going to church, nothing is happening. It will happen. You are the one not happening. If you are not happening, nothing can happen. Did you hear what I said? If you are not happening, nothing can happen. Because he has given to us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Praise the Lord. Romans 8, 32, what does it say? If God spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He has given us everything. Our own is to discover all that he has given to us and walk in them, and walk in them, and walk in them, and walk in them. How do we discover? Disciplined lifestyle. Keep probing, keep pressing in, keep pressing in, keep pressing in. Because those things exist in realms, realms, realms. I don't know where I shared this. I said, I... I checked the documentary and I saw that what the Hubble telescope, Hubble telescope, how many people are familiar with that? Let me see your hand, please. I'm serious. Hubble telescope, yeah. Only one person. You see, Christians don't read. Hey, can we? It's been sent to space, I think to Mars for some time now and real time data, it relays real time data to the earth, so they keep downloading and, and storing, years ago the world is not the same old. and if one is consumed with only Nigeria APC, PDP, LUP DDD, NNPP you wouldn't know what is happening in the world and you would think that is the end of the world this was about 15 years ago I asked this young man I said, so where do you work? He said, uh, actually, I work for a company that, that gathers asteroid particles from the South Pole. I said, say that again. He said, he works for a company that gathers asteroid particles. Some don't even know what asteroids are. Asteroid particles from the South Pole. I said, really? He said, yes. I said, kill what do you want to use it for? He said, actually, the company does not yet know, but they know there is a future in those particles and so before others discover, they are going, gathering those things. By the time I did some further research, you, you know what a meteorite is, meteors, asteroids. You know, asteroids are part of um, planetary uh, bodies that did not coalesce. They didn't form together. They are loose. Amen. You know, earth coalesced. Amen. That's the science behind God spoke. Science is now trying to explain what happened when God spoke and dry land appeared called earth. Amen. I don't want to turn this to science class. <laughs> I need to be careful. I say asteroid particles. They said the minerals that some of those things contain. You don't need Congo Zaire for you to access the minerals that you have. The magnesium, all those things that they contain. The di diamond is like the least in the level. I say, hey? They say, yes. So serious. So things are happening. Those are things that God flung into space by the wave of his hands. So our own place is to probe in the spirit and discover rem after rem after rem after rem. That is why you can't do that with your mental capability. That one is too limited. 
That is where we leverage on the Holy Spirit what he knows. The Spirit searches all things. What? Yeah, what? The deep things of God. There are deep things of God. Help me tap your neighbor and say there are deep things of God. You that you can't read your Bible, how can you discover deep things of God? You that don't have a discipline of reading the Bible every day. You don't have a discipline of praying in the Spirit every day. How do you want to access those deep things? These are the issues. These are the issues. So Zion is calling us to a higher place of praise. A higher place of prayer. A higher place now encounters and experiences with God. Hmm. Praise God. Okay, so we've seen the example of Enoch. Another point about relationship dynamics is this. It is always about men. Someone say men. It's always about men. You see, God uses men and God created man for his glory. So first it was God and Adam, the first man. Genesis chapter 2 and 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. It was about man. It is about men, God and men. And God uses men, and God wants men. If you look at Genesis 2, 15 to 23, I don't have time. But you will see that eventually, man became men. Because there you find, uh, um, what was her name? Eve created. You know, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. Let me see how to shorten this. Okay, he says... Um, if you can read from verse um, 10 or so. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. Relationship. But, to, but for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man... He made into a woman and he brought her to the man. Where was man? Ish, I-S-H. Where was he formed from? From the dust of the ground. The Lord God formed the man and he breathed into his nostrils. The breath of life. Where was the woman formed from? Formed from? Oyibu. Where was the man formed from? The dust of the ground. Where was the woman formed from? Not from the dust of the ground, but from the rib of the man. Don't forget. Because uh, many times we don't look at that area. And that tells us why men are the way they are and why women are the way they are. Hallelujah. And it also tells us why men must be tender to women, why husbands in particular must be tender to their wives. Hallelujah. And if you are looking for a student in tenderness, this is me. I've been learning and learning and learning to be tender to Sister Bolanle. Hallelujah. You know that song? Love me, dear, dear. Love me, tender. Eh, I've been learning and learning and learning. To be tender because it's about relationship. Man, I'm trying to be tender, to be soft. Because I must realize she didn't come from the dust of the ground. She came from the side of man. Hallelujah. 
So stop dealing with your wife as she as though she's a man like you. She's not like you. Because you are dust of the ground. You spoiled it. it. I just fixed that gearbox. She will do the because. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just here to let you know that there is nothing wrong with your wife. You are the one to be tender. I think women are happy with me this morning. So, Brother Joseph, it's a call to tenderness. I know it's tender. I know it's tender. I think it's this officer Kenny I should have asked. Your wife is not a military woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. So you see that it's about relationship. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He never went that long when he was naming the animals. He became a poet when it was time to name his wife. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. God always uses men. I'm going to end on this note. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap. Who was seeking for a man among them? God, Jehovah. I sought for a man. Till tomorrow, that is still the fact. He's still looking for a man. Do you know what God can do on the strength of one man? Do you know what God can do? How many men were referred to as Confucius? Have you heard the name Confucius before? The proponent, the proponent of Buddhism. How many men? We're called just one man, the prophet of Islam. How many men were called Prophet Muhammad? How many men? Just one man. How many followers on earth today? How many, how many men were called Jesus Christ? How many followers of a savior today? Whether for good or for evil, whether for truth or for falsehood, one man. The difference that one man can make, the power of one, you don't discount the power of one. You don't discount the power of one. I always say this. How would 12 people go and look for what 13 people will eat? Or don't you know that that was what happened in the story in John's gospel? Was that John chapter 4? Is it John chapter 4? Help me now, Bible scholars. The story of the woman at the well of Sika. Is John chapter 4? Yes, John chapter 4. You know, 12 men. How many disciples did Jesus have? 12. Plus him, making how many? 13. They were all hungry, fatigued from their journey. They were going from the south to the north. They were going from Badagri to Maiduguri. And they got to Medubelt, Kogi Benue. That was where they got to, sir. And uh, they decided to rest. And the people in that Medubelt are the Samaritans. Who do not believe that Jesus Christ, well, well who do not believe that, uh, hmm, it wasn't them. Who the Jews did not believe were descendants of Abraham. Let me put it that way. The people in Kogi, Benue, Middle Belt. The Jews did not believe that they were pure Jews. That in the era of the, of the judgment of God, they had mingled with the nations of the earth. So they were not pure Jews anymore. 
And the Jews will not have dealings with Samaritans because they were not a pure race as far as they were concerned. And tradition, Talmudic tradition, says the Jew will wake up in the morning and thank God for three things. Thank God that he's not a woman. Thank God that he's not a Jew, he's not a Samaritan. And thank God that he's not a Gentile. How can I wake up in the morning and thank God that I'm not a woman? Who gave birth to me? My mother would you Never. Praise the Lord. Thank God that you are not a woman. Thank God that you are not a Samaritan. And thank God that you are not a Gentile. So there are no positive things to thank God for. It's negative things they are thanking God for. Can you see religion? So Jesus now stayed in that place. Worried from his journey. It was like sixth hour. He sat by a well. This was desert environment. He sat by the well. Twelve people had gone to look for food. The 13th person stayed back. Power of one. Who came? One woman came. They had a discussion. Finally, he said, go call your husband. She said, oh, God, I have no husband. He said, you are correct. You don't have, you've had five men. And the one you are staying with now is not your husband. You have, he said, hey, okay, how do you know that? Who told you that? He said, go and call your husband. Who told you that? He said, our father said, uh, it is uh, on this mountain that we must worship. She changed the conversation. He said, woman, believe me, the our comment now is when the true worshippers worship the father in spirit. Remember that place. So what did the woman do? Because Jesus had asked her, give me water to drink. She said, I is it that you, a Jew, you are asking me, a Samaritan, that you hate. How did she know he was a Jew? He's dressing. How did he know that she, she was a Samaritan? It was her territory. They were the ones passing through Samaria. Are you getting it now? The Bible is real if we look into the Bible. Praise the Lord. Do you know the woman went, told the men, come see a man. And that's what we've been asking us to do. Let's tell the world, come and see. Come to Jesus, come and see. Come to our church, come and see Jesus. You don't need to be a preacher to do come and see. The woman at the well, she went to the town. She went to her constituency. You know, she was carried away. So she went to her constituency, the men, come and see. She didn't call women. She called men. Come and see. And the men listened and they came. Ah, when they saw Jesus and they heard, they said, ah, we believe not based on what you said, but based on what we've heard. And what happened? Two more days, Jesus stayed in that place. They were passing through. They were hungry. When the people who went to buy food came, they said, oh, God, food is ready. They said, I have food to eat that you don't know anything about. Ah, has somebody given him food? At the end of the day, the whole city came to Christ on the strength of one, one man. So you say, ah, what can I do? I'm only one. Ah, Lenwe, you are, in fact, you are four men. You are, you are, you are, you know, when they say somebody is a foreman, you are foreman, you are more than one. The hosts of heaven are with you. Praise the Lord. Anytime I'm playing on the squash court, I'm playing. I still played yesterday. Anytime I'm playing squash, you know, yeah, Pastor Lomba play. You are not playing Pastor Tule, you know, you are playing with Ogun. I say, yes, you are correct. Ogun, you are playing with the hosts of heaven. Ogun, hallelujah. The angels are on my right, they're on my left. And I beat those people yesterday. Muno. 3030. Three, two of them. They say, Pastor, you are not a pastor in the community. Ah, I was using the fruit of the Spirit. You didn't see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, temperance. Ah, I said, That was what I was doing in the court. They say, Pastor, that's not correct. Let us beat you. And when you come up, I say, ah, you know, like, Praise the Lord. What am I saying? You are more than one. 
God needs you. God needs you. Behold, I sought for a man to stand in the gap. I sought for a man among them who will stand in the gap. He said, I found none. Let him find you. Let him find me. Relationship dynamics. The Great Commission is all about men. Jesus came to die for men. He was mocked, spat upon, beaten, battered, bruised for the sake of man. Went to the cross for the sake of man. Was condemned like a common criminal for the sake of man. He gave his life on the cross for the sake of man. Went to hell, liberated the souls locked down in hell. Why? His mission was around humanity. Amen. So today, what types of men does God need? He needs all men. He needs all men. Did you hear what I said? He needs all men. Ah, pastor. All men. Yes. In fact, he uses all men. Weak, strong, wicked, cruel, sinful, hardened, murderers, sexually immoral, all men. When he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, he said, all ye that everybody. There is no category of person that Jesus turned back. In fact, pardon my grandma, I already asked for your pardon before I said it to the better you are, the better for Jesus. Hallelujah. So you come to church and you see some strange things and you say, ah, kinowa so church that is what church will be. Because some people are just been, they have just been admitted into the world. Praise the Lord. Accident and emergency. They came in through casualty. Accident and emergency. North America will say ER, emergency room. They came in through emergency room. It's an emergency that brought them. So they just set up line for them. Line has been set up for them. Let's rehydrate them first. Hallelujah. So some of them, the consultant has not even seen them yet. You know, a diagnosis hasn't been made yet. Because they first have to carry out investigations. Praise the Lord. It is the outcome of the investigations that will lead to a diagnosis. Is that not so? After diagnosis, then treatment can commence. Is that not so? So different stages of this process. And you see somebody that does not look like you in church and you are condemning the person. You are gone. You go the condemner. Something's wrong with you. Your antibiotics, you didn't finish the dose. <laughs> I kid you not. Praise the Lord. All men. The better you are, the better you are for him. He will now turn your life around. Apostle Paul was an apostate when he met the Lord. Who turned his life around? He had an encounter, became blind. For days he did not see anything. Finally, that man was sent to him. What was the man's name that was sent to him? Eh? Ananias was sent to him. Brother Saul, Jesus Christ, make it thee whole. And the scales fell from his sight. I didn't saw. But that one first argued with the Lord. He said, ah, Lord. So Ananias had not completed his dose of uh, antibiotics. He said, ah, Lord, ah, don't, don't get it wrong. Go. 
this, this Paul you're asking me to go and pray for, ah, don't you know him? Ne? Ah, when Stephen was murdered, they gathered uh, their clothes at his feet. He was the witness, primary witness for the murder of Stephen. Ah, he has, he has authority from the chief priest to, to waste the church. Ah, ah, and I used to think, Lord, that you are smarter than this. Oh. That was the next thing he should have said. Because he felt Jesus was making a mistake. God never makes a mistake. God never makes a mistake. We must also not make the mistake that men make. Is somebody with me? Can you give others a chance? Relationship dynamics? Can you be large-hearted like the Lord? Can you be loving like the Lord? Can you be understanding like the Lord? Can you be accommodating like the Lord? Can I be accommodating like the Lord? Hallelujah. Can you not be judgmental like the Lord? Don't be judgmental like the don't be judgmental like the Lord. Hallelujah. A woman was caught in the act of adultery. The people of Israel, they held stones in their hand. They said, Lord, give judgment. We know what the law of Moses says. Oh, yeah. Let's see whether you, con you will contravene the law. And the Bible says he bent on the ground as though he was writing something. When he looked up, he said, he that is without sin among you. Do what? Cast the first stone. And he continued writing. And I've said this before in church. That when he was writing, some Bible commentary said he was telling them that what you are quoting, when they said Moses in the law gave command that she be stoned, he said, I wrote that law and I'm writing another one today. So when he looked up, he said, he that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. And then one by one, ah, a house school runs. They drop their stone. I want to go and make food for my husband. They drop their stone. You know it's not in the Bible like that. I'm just saying my own. No? One by one, they dropped their stone. They dropped their stone. And he looked up again and said, Woman, where are those that accuse us? Had no man condemned thee? What did she say? No man, Lord. He said, Go and use sin setamor. S N M. Sin no more. Paracetamol. P C M. How <laughs> was sin setamor? S N M. One in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. Not 500 milligram, Holy Ghost milligram. One in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that woman got saved. Do you think she will ever forget Jesus for the rest of her days? She would have been dead meat a few minutes before then. Shall we rise to our feet? God uses men. We're going to continue next week, I think, God willing. God willing and we will be seeing certain things. We haven't entered in, into the middle of this teaching series, I believe. We still have some long ways. But what have you received today? Are you available for the Lord to use? He will, yield, he will use yielded vessels. He will use available vessels vessels he will use vessels that are submitted unto him but you are saying Lord I'm still filthy he wants to use you he will clean you up and then use you he does not turn anyone down he does not turn anyone back if you can use anything Lord you can use me I need someone to help me with that if you can use anything, Lord, you can use.
listen, if, if he can use anything, he can use you. He can use me. He used Balaam's donkey. Hallelujah. There's no one that the Lord cannot use. Can someone lift up both hands and say, Lord, I'm available for your use. Please say after me, Lord Jesus, you came to this earth just because of me. And today, Jesus, I am available for your use. Let me know let me know where and when, what and how you want me to do. I will do it as you enable me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I want to pray first and foremost for people who are here who need to enter a relationship with Jesus. You are here this morning, all eyes shut, all heads bowed. You, you, you understand that you need to enter into a relationship with Jesus. You know without Jesus, there is no eternity for you. Without Jesus, there's no hope. Believe me, there's no hope. He gave his life for us to redeem us from death and destruction. So are you here this morning? You are saying, Lord Jesus, I want a relationship with you. Just raise your hand above your head. I'm not calling you out. It is where you are. Just raise your hand above your head. Let me see that hand. Then you can put it back down. Just raise your hand above your head and then put it back down. Okay, I see that hand. Who else this morning? The Lord will accept you. He's not turning you back. Just raise the hand above your head. Because others are standing and I don't want to keep people standing for too long. Okay, my brother. That hand that you raised up, can you place it across your chest and say, Jesus, wash me today. Cleanse me today for you become my Lord and my Savior. I will live for you because you died for me. Help me for the rest of my days to be your son and your servant in Jesus' name. Lord, the grip of the devil is broken. The power of sin is cancelled in this life and a new beginning is given unto him. And he will love righteousness and seek after your will every day of his life and it will bring forth fruits to the glory of your name thank you for receiving him in jesus name we pray amen 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 you are occupied how can he use you you are too busy for him how can he use you the space he wants in you is occupied by so many other things listen there are some things we have to drop off now so please drop off every weight. Say, Lord, I, I drop off every weight. I drop off everything that is hindering you from coming in. My, 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 personal, my, 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 my personal distractions, if I can put it that way. There are some sins in some lives. You are believers, oh, but you have pet sins. Sins that are your pets. Pet sins that you toy with. Pet sins that you toy with pet things that you toy with pornography you toy with it you toy with it soft pornography hard porn you toy with it ah you must drop them off you are highly deceptive you are highly deceptive there is no lie that you cannot tell and yet you are you are born again 
but you are full of sickness, you are full of malady, you tell lies anyhow, drop it. Drop it. Drop it. You can't be trusted with money. Your weakness is money. You will spend it. You can't account for money. You don't have integrity, that's your problem. Drop it. Listen, let everybody do an inward search this morning. Between you and the Lord, talk to him about areas of your life that require amends. And ask for his help to avail. He will not condemn you, rather he will help you. Lord, help them, I pray. Help them, I ask, in the name of Jesus. Lord, those who are into sexual immorality, those who are into pornography, those who are into uh, uh, deception, and lying, those who are into uh, distractions of life, those weighed down with the pride of life, the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh. Lord, help this morning. Lord, help this morning. I pray. Those who are guilty of pride and arrogance, Lord, help this morning. Whatever our rough edges are, Lord, smoothen them out this morning, I pray. Lord, we are ready to be enlisted in your army. Use us for your glory. Father, we say thank you. I hope we prayed for ourselves. Did you pray for yourself, please? Uh, even the yeses are, are not loud. So it's just a handful prayed for themselves. Others felt no need to pray. No problem. Thank God for the handful. And Lord, for everyone that prayed for himself or herself. Lord, I ask for new vistas. New vistas. New potentials. New experiences. New encounters and grace. Lord, I ask for new depths of grace to be unveiled unto us such that we shall begin to make discoveries in righteousness of who you are and all you can do that Lord you will walk your walk through our lives and you will use us to announce you we shall be your signature wherever we are that when we stand men will behold your presence in our lives we give you the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, we pray. If you are sick in your body, please, lastly, I want to pray for you. Put your hands wherever you are, having the symptoms of the pain and the discomfort. Somebody's back is aching as I'm talking, and your knees are bad as well. The same person. Your back is aching, your knees are bad. I speak strength to the back. I speak strength to the knees. I speak strength to the bones. I speak strength to every part of a body, every tissue, every cell, every organ, every system in the body. I rebuke that, that infection in the air in the name of Jesus. I'm asking that you heal your people from the crowns of their heads to the soles of their feet. I pronounce you healed. I pronounce you whole in the name of Jesus. Infirmity, I break your grip and your power over those lives. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for perfect health. And Lord, in this house, we will live long and we will live strong. In the name of Jesus. The youngest among us will be like a David. In the name of Jesus. So Lord, if anyone is below the age of 80, we do not permit any such person to die. 
in this house, if anyone is below the age of 80, we do not permit any such person to die. No strange death, no untimely death, no disease, no calamity. We cancel, we break the grip of infirmity and disease and calamity in the name of Jesus. None will be a victim of road traffic accident. None will be a victim of a stray bullet. The cover of the blood of Jesus is sure over this house. Our students excel, our workers excel, business owners excel. Lord, in the house, there is flourishing. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Give the Lord praise as we take our seats. Let's appreciate the Lord.